0: Hi, Rabbi Judah here. Masached Eiriot, Parak Bet, Mishnah Hey, dedicated towards Chud over Ravfu Shleima for Tova Miriam Bat Dvorimindel. Now, having mentioned in the prior Mishnah that Rabbi Ishmael taught three things, we now have three things that Rabbi Ishmael kind of did not teach. In other words, the cases came to him, and he said, I don't, um, he wasn't responding, and then was nudged along to respond. Three cases came before Rabbi Shemail. He didn't respond, he didn't say permitted or forbidden. But then Rabbi Macha either explained them or pushed him to explain them, and here are the three. Okay. Okay, a person has a, a wound that is infected, and they pierce it or push it so that it, to get, uh, pardon me, but to you know, to get the uh, the infection the pus out. So if their purpose is they want to have it be opened, uh, they want to have this this opening of the wound so it should dry out. So whatever it is, they want to have it. The point is to have it opened. Then they've effectively on Shabbos, unless it was obviously if it's life and death, it's life and death. But otherwise, they've they've created an opening and created is a problem on Shabbos, so they've created this this opening in the in the skin, um, and that is chayav. That would be uh, that would be forbidden on Shabbat. If the point is, I don't care about the opening, I just want to get the pus out because it's it's uncomfortable. So it's not permitted. It's not mutter, but it is putter, meaning that it's not a punishable offense. Because although the person did create an opening, we have an issue with uh, the sort of like surgical procedure. However, they didn't create the opening for the sake of the opening. It simply was a byproduct of trying to get something out. And so it's not permitted to do l'chadchila as an ideal. However, once done, the person would not have to bring a korban or, you know, be subject to any penalties for having done so on purpose with warnings, etc., Second, now it is forbidden to hunt and trap animals on Shabbos. So, let's say someone is hunting a snake on Shabbos. If the reason they're hunting, says the Mishnah, is that they're afraid the snake's going to bite them, they're not hunting because they want to have a pet snake there or they they want the snake. They just they don't want to get hurt. So, again, it's not permitted. But the purpose of the hunt is not for the hunt. The purpose of the hunt is self, self-protection. And if you knew that the snake would not bite you or that if it did, it wouldn't hurt or it wouldn't be poisonous, then you wouldn't bother. So then the purpose of the hunting is not the normal purpose of hunting. Therefore, it's not mutter, it's not permitted, but again, it is putter One is off the hook from a korban or from a punishment uh, for having done so. But if the reason one was hunting, it is a standard reason for hunting, meaning I want to have the snake because I want to use it for a medicine. I believe that snake poison could be used in some sort of antidote. Or whatever, if I'm getting it for a normative, re- normal reason that people hunt and capture snakes, then it would be chayev, one would be subject to all the penalties of having violated Shabbat and the particular malacha of hunting and trapping on Shabbat. And finally, third, so the fasin ironiot. this gets back to things we talked about in earlier Mishnah, are a certain kind of clay creation you take you take clay for earthenware you make it into a hollow ball and then you dry it out and put it in the kiln and then afterwards you could slice it in half and make two cereal bowls out of it or something along those lines but right now it's sealed so as we saw in in earlier mishnah because it's sealed it stays tahor even inside a building or a tent that has a dead body in it because sealed earthenware is generally considered to be inherently uh Tahor, and if the, the tuma doesn't get inside of it, uh, as we discussed in earlier Mishnah. But if it's carried by someone who's a Zav, which is a certain person with a kind of tuma, um then it would become Tumah. Relazer says, what are you talking about? If it's tahor in the tent with the body, it's also tahor, uh If it is being carried by a Zav, why because it has not yet been finished. In other words, it's, it's mostly way there, but in order for something to be subject to tuma, and this is a rule, to be subject to tuma, it has to be useful, right? now, it is a clay ball, uh, a hollow clay ball. It's not really useful for anything. It's not finished and useful, usable until it gets sliced in half into two cereal bowls. So at this point, says Rebbe Lazar bin Sadduk, it's still or no matter who carries it, because it's not yet a clay. It's not yet something usable until it gets sliced in half.